In case you missed the big announcement on last week's episode, Themis Bar Review is now the official season sponsor for Legally NYC. You may be thinking, why is a bar review company sponsoring a podcast that is focused on law school life? Well, the easy answer is that Themis is so much more than just bar prep. Their resources for law school are second to none, not to mention they are free. They have law school essentials courses for 1Ls and for those in their 2L or 3L years. Each course features online videos, comprehensive outlines, and even practice questions so you can test your knowledge before it's tested on your final exams and eventually on the bar exam. If you haven't seen a Themis attorney rep on your campus and are looking for free law school essentials materials, sign up for it at themisbarsocial.com slash legally NYC. Besties and bitches, welcome back to another episode of Legally NYC. This is your host, Erin. I know it's been a hot minute, um, but I had finals the first two weeks of May. And then I believe I came out with an episode the week after that. And then that last week, I was coming back to the city and preparing for my hearing. Um, But we'll like get into all of that and what I've been doing. But I'm sorry for being away, but I'm back and we should be back to weekly episodes now. Um, I am disappointed that I was like busy in the month of May because that's mental health month. So that's my one of my favorite months to have episodes because I like to talk about that stuff. But so we're just going to do a mental health episode now as a delayed mental health month episode since I was taking the time away for my mental health. But okay, let's get into it. Okay, so just going to give you guys a little update first, and then we're going to talk a bit about mental health and taking care of yourself and stepping away from things when you need to, since that is what I just did uh, for a bit. But so updates about me. So I'm recording on Wednesday because I am a procrastinator. Um, I'm also recording at 7, so it's not like a 10 o'clock episode again. One of my roommates was here, so I waited for her to leave, so it was quiet. Um, and the other one's been getting home late because she works in big law um, this summer, so she'll probably, she hasn't been getting home until like 8 or later most nights. So I figure like 7 to 8 is like my gap where no one will be here. And I can kind of take this time to record freely without having any noises in the apartment. Just took Lorelai for a walk a while ago. So that's kind of me setting the scene. Even though I told you guys I was going to give you updates, I decided to set the scene first, apparently, because I got distracted, (laughs) which adds up for me. Um, Anyway, so it's Wednesday. So the night before the episode comes out, so it's Wednesday, June 7th, so we're fir- we're in the first full week of June. So I finished the semester, second week of May, which I talked a bit about in the last episode. At this point, all my grades are out. Have I looked at them? No. Usually I look at my grades right away, but something about this semester is just hitting different. Um, 
And I just like don't want to look. I was talking to my therapist about it and she was like, is there a reason? I was like, I just at this point, I don't care what they are because I'm like, I did what I could. Like this was a tough semester. I was so busy with clinic. So like I did what I could and like that was the best I could do. So at this point, I'm like, I don't care what they are. But if I see it and I get something that I'm like, oh, I thought I deserved better than that, then it might disappoint me. So I'd rather just not look at all yet when it's still kind of like close, like it just happened. Um, so I'm going to wait a bit. So she was like, so we're actively choosing not to look. And I was like, yes, it's an active decision. I'm actively saying it's better for my brain not to look now because I'm not caught up on it being like, what is it? I need to know what are my grades. Usually I'm like waiting for it being like, I need to know what I got. I need to know what I got so I can move on. But this time I'm like, I don't care. I'm going, I've, oh, I've officially decided I am going to Rome in the fall. I might've said it last time, but it wasn't official. I thought about it. Oh, that's just Lorelai moving around. I got confused. I thought about it a bit after that. Like, I still went back and forth a bunch. Um, so, but I finally decided... Sorry, I, I got a text. I got distracted. I put my computer on Do Not Disturb, though, now. Um, but, so I officially decided I am going to Rome. So that's an update. So I will be going abroad. But so I decided, like, I'm going to Rome in the fall. It doesn't matter, like, what my grades are, like... I don't want to go into big law, so I don't need perfect grades, and my work experience matters more um, for wanting to work at, like, a small firm like I do, like, more boutique-y, um, more boutique-type firm, so I'm, like, I don't, like, my grades don't matter, and I've kind of come to peace with the fact that I'm no longer the straight-A student I was up through college just because that's not, like, plausible in law school when we're graded on a curve like we are and we're like all the same level of smart and that's why we're at the same law school and um with like the way that I got like diagnosed with ADHD right before law school I've been kind of learning to work with my brain since those symptoms started popping out more once we treated my anxiety which was really cute for me it was like "Mm, we fixed that thing well now you've got this problem that's been hiding behind the other one so that was really cute for me but so I haven't looked at my grades. I only took two classes this semester, just CrimPro and Evidence. And then I have my clinic and my clinic seminar and those each get a separate grade. And then I was a TA, um, so I got a credit for that. And then for my journal, I got my writing credit for that. But so I only have two classes with grades and then I have two grades for my clinic, one for the class and one for my clinical work. But um, so I'm not looking at any of them. I keep saying that I think I'm gonna wait until I'm literally in Rome. Um, Just something about that feels like it'll be... Oh, hang on. My laundry is here. Okay, sorry I got interrupted. That was my laundry getting here. Lorelai hates the buzzer and I had to buzz them in. Um, But yeah, I keep saying that maybe I'll literally wait until I'm in Rome to check my grades because at that point I'll be like, I'm in Rome, I'm here for the semester, all is good, it doesn't matter, but I'm curious what I got. I might look in like a month, I'm not sure. But so that's where I'm at with grades. And then um, I didn't have a job lined up at the end of the semester. I was like looking. I, You guys know I've talked about I really want to do immigration law after graduating or something similar. Um, or, But my other thought is that I'd like to do immigration work pro bono. So that's, that's my other option. In some capacity, I want to be doing immigration work, whether it's actually my um, practice area or if it's the pro bono work that I choose. So... Um, At this point, though, so finishing up the semester, I didn't have a job lined up, which was really stressful. I'm not going to lie. Because one, like I want to be doing something this summer so I can learn and because it's good for my resume and like it's good for practice because you learn more from 
internships and clinics than you do in classes, like of how to actually practice law. It's what really prepares you. Um, but the other reason is because I literally, like, I need money. Like, oh, Lorelai's looking at herself in the mirror. Lorelai, that's so cute. Come sit with me. Come sit with me. Um, but so I, like, I need the money because I'm here for, I'm in this apartment for two more months. So, like, I paid my June rent. I had that. But, like, I literally didn't have enough money in my checking account to be able to play, pay my um, my July rent, which will be my last rent before we move out and then we'll get our security deposit back and everything. But so I was like, I need a job. So I'd like come to terms with, I was like, you know, maybe I'll just get like a job, like waitressing or something. Like I have plenty of restaurant and food service experience. And then like, if something pops up part-time in the legal field, like I could do a volunteer position at like an immigration clinic or something. Um, part-time just to like get some practice and get some experience um but like I just at that point I was like I really need money but you know I was still going on and there were still new jobs being posted on our job board site like my school's job board site so I applied to a few last week right after I did my hearing which I did my administrative hearing now so I'll get to that in a minute that was fun but right after I did my hearing I came home I relaxed a bit I ate some pizza and I was like okay I'm done with the hearing I need to get a job. <laughs> so I went online and I was like, you know, I'm going to like apply to these. And then if I don't get anything from these, like maybe this weekend I'll go out and look for a job at like a restaurant. But I was like, but then like Megan was going to go with me to a bar, but then we were both, she was busy. So we didn't do that because she had a connection at one of the places I was looking to get a job, but it doesn't matter because I applied to some places last Thursday. And then I ended up hearing from one of the ones on Monday, um, that was a matrimonial law firm, so it's not exactly what I want to do, but, um, or it's not, it's not what I think I want to do. I might end up really liking it, and it might be what I want to do, because it is similar to immigration law in that you're, like, helping people in, like, crisis-type situations of, like, in immigration, you might be helping people, like, in, that it's kind of, like, not always crisis, but like in immigration, you have like the crisis side of helping people dealing with deportation issues and stuff, or like having their visas challenged. And then in matrimonial or family law, you have like people going through divorces and um, parenting plan battles, custody battles. But then you also have the happy side of both of them with like, or not necessarily happy, happy, but like the better side. So in family law, you have like helping with adoption. Sometimes you have, um, prenups. You're like, you're helping people just like be prepared. It's not necessarily something bad is happening. Like in a prenup, they're kind of preparing for like, if they get divorced, but they're like, they're in the state of mind of like being excited to be getting married. And they're just like getting things like lined up, like logistically and legally. So they don't have to worry about it later. Um, and on the immigration side, you're helping people get green cards, visas, you're helping people get citizenship. So I like that they both kind of have like the heavy and the happy parts of them. Um, and also the specific law firm that I applied to, um, they, one of the partners, so it's a small firm, one of the partners um, represents children in custody cases and divorce cases sometimes like a, she's a court appointed representative of the children and I think that's really cool to be the person that's like there to look out for the best um to look out for what's best for the child what's in the best interest of the child to make sure that they're not getting lost in the mess of it of the parents just fighting so um I really like that aspect of being like the one that's <clears throat> sorry making sure that the children are fully represented so um 
that's the firm I applied to. And they reached out to me on Monday and said, do you have time for a Zoom call tomorrow? Um, so Tuesday at noon, I had, which was yesterday, I had a Zoom call with them, which was an interview. They didn't say, do you have time for an, in- an interview tomorrow? But like it was an interview. Um, and I was like, yeah, I have time. So we had a call. It went like 40 to 45 minutes at first. I like I haven't done an interview in a while. So I was having trouble like kind of being conversational. It's been a hot minute. But like halfway through, got real conversational, got really good. Um, and they're like, OK, we're going to how about we talk and then we'll get back to you. And then within like two hours, they emailed me and they're like, do you, we'd like to follow up with you. Do you have time at four or five today? And I was like, yes. So um, I got the job and they actually offered me more money than what they had listed it for. So I'm really grateful that they like saw the value and like they're like, oh, but we think like whatever amount is more fitting than what we had originally listed it for. So like I'm grateful for that because I I thought I deserved a little more, but I I didn't want to ask for it. I'm not always great at that. Um, If it's like an okay amount, like I could live off of that, but I thought I deserved more. But then they offered it and they're like, might even raise it. Um, I'm not going to tell you the firm name or anything because I don't want you guys stalking me and like I don't want you like looking up info about them since I'm talking about it but um yeah it's a small family law firm there's so many of them in New York so you're not just gonna find it from me saying that um but so I did get the job and I'll be starting there on Tuesday so I'm very excited to be employed again I can pay my rent I have money (laughs) um but the two so about the firm so it's just two uh, women partners they have one associate and one paralegal. So it's a really small firm, but they work, they rent out space from a bigger firm. So it's still like around a lot of people. So I'm really excited to have kind of that experience of like having the like small team that I'm working with, but still getting to be around a lot of other people and get to like mingle and interact sometimes with um, them. So yeah, I'm really excited. They said it's their first time having a summer intern. So I'm also excited for that, but they seem like they really want to like, make the position a beneficial experience for both me and for them um so they were saying like it's a two-way thing so I'm there to learn and they want to help me learn and I'm there to help them so there will be some things that I might do just for the sake of me learning um while I'm working there that might not super benefit them but like if they don't have something for me to do in that moment and I could learn from this then I can do that but I'm also going to be helping them because they're such a small firm like they're gonna have real work they need me to do Um, It's not like at a big firm where you're kind of just at the bottom and you're doing like kind of busy work or doing like lots of like footnote assignments or just a lot of research and not really getting your hands on any writing or client contact or anything. And I really like the experience of being in a clinic and having all of the like direct contact with the clients. Um, So I really didn't want to lose that again which I would have lost if I went to a big firm or maybe even a, like a mid-sized firm just because they kind of have a hierarchy of who works with the clients. So um, I'm excited to get to be more hands-on with the clients here and like kind of see how this firm is growing because it seems like they, um, so they have one associate, but that associate's leaving, so they're replacing them. But like they're bringing in an intern for the first time. So it seems like they kind of see the firm growing a little bit. And they even talked about like kind of seeing where it grows. Um, but so I'm really excited. It's not um, fully immigration like I planned on, but like I was having so much trouble finding a position that was immigration. I almost feel like it wasn't meant to be for me to be in like a full immigration position this summer. And maybe like I maybe this is like what I'm really going to like. And it has a bit of 
a touch of all areas of law, which they're talking about. I was like, that's actually really cool. Um, because if you're dealing with a divorce, like you need to know a little bit about tax law. You need to know a bit about real estate. You need to know a little bit about criminal defense because sometimes those come into play. And it even has some immigration that comes into play if people were here on like a fiance visa um, and they're not getting married or they were, um, or like their spouse was sponsoring them to get um a green card to eventually get citizenship, but they didn't get their citizenship yet, and now they're getting divorced. So um, when they explained it that way, I was like, actually, that does sound really interesting to me, and like it actually would keep me captivated because I kind of get bored doing the same thing over and over again as someone with ADHD. So having an area of law that actually is a little bit of a lot of different areas of law, even if like the major area and like what I would learn to like specialize in is the matrimonial and family law, like getting a little taste of every other things every once in a while and like interacting with those attorneys that practice those other areas that do specialize in it um, is really interesting. So I'm really excited for it. They seem really great. And we talked about maybe me coming back to work for them in the spring after I'm back from Rome. Um, but so I'm excited though. So I'm starting Tuesday. So those are my updates. Um, what else do I have going on? Uh, nothing crazy. I'm going to like a, my cousin's 40th birthday party this weekend. So I'll be going to Long Island. Um, my friends like all started their jobs this week, except my one friend that I was supposed to hang out with tonight. But, um, then New York was covered in smoke. So he canceled and that's fair. I respect that. Um, it's no, literally the smoke is so bad today though. Like literally I, I have fine lungs, I think, and I've been hiding in out hiding inside all day. Every time I've gone out, I come back in smelling like a campfire or a bonfire, and like my throat feels kind of scratchy. Like I just washed my hair a couple hours ago. Took a shower after I smelled like smoke the first time, and I feel like it's not as bad now. I feel like there's just a little hint of smoke since I just washed my hair. It had a lot of other smells to cover it up. Hi, Lorelai, but um. Yeah, the smoke is crazy. So if you're in New York or you're like above New York, if you're in Canada um, or anywhere that has really bad smoke, I hope you're all staying safe, staying inside. If you have to be outside for a long time, wear a mask if you can, um, because it will help, especially if you have like one with a good filter, like an N95, but stay inside as much as you can. Um, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to make some pasta after this, I think, and then bake something and have myself a fun little night. Maybe have a little edible or something. Um, I don't really want wine, but go for a little, little chill night baking. I don't know, but um, yeah, so that's what I'll be doing tonight, and that's kind of why I'm going on for the weekend. I don't know what else I'm doing this weekend. Um, it's the only thing I've planned right now, but we'll see. My family's going to be here for my cousin's party on Saturday, so I'll get to see them, so that'll be fun. But um, okay, so that half of the episode was like little updates of my life, what I got going on since it's been a hot minute. But let's spend the next like 20, 15 to 20 minutes talking about mental health. Okay, so let's talk mental health because I missed most of, um, mental health awareness month which was may because i was busy and like needing a mental health break because i was burnt out so i like couldn't get myself to do anything 
um, extra other than like what I had to do the bare minimum. So let's talk mental health and burnout and knowing when you need to give yourself a break and knowing when maybe you need to like push yourself. And just a heads up, I am not a mental health professional, which I'm sure you know since I am merely a law student that likes to talk into a microphone every once in a while. Um, But okay, so mental health. So let's talk about me as an example. So I had a very busy semester, as I've mentioned. Um, So though I only had two finals, I was still finishing up things for clinic as the two weeks of finals happened, and then I still had things I had to finish for clinic after finals because I was doing a hearing. (laughs) So um, usually what I do the week after finals, because I, I hit burnout pretty bad these days, like I feel like I get burnt out pretty easily. I'll go through periods of like doing a lot, being like, I need to do a lot, and then I'm like super, super burnt out. Um, And it's like tough for me to get out of it. And I was really stuck in a burnout rut for the last like month of the semester. So I wasn't doing anything to prepare for finals. So it was like two weeks of like finals week. I had one final the first week and one the second week. It was like, I was in hardcore prepare mode. And by the time the finals came around, like I did feel like I knew the material and I was very prepared, but it was like a lot of work I had to put in since I couldn't get my brain to work with me before that to start preparing slowly over time. Which like, I feel like is a thing for a lot of people with ADHD. We have trouble kind of like, preparing for things ahead of time Um, people might think we're procrastinators but it's that we don't like we don't have the executive function functioning (laughs) to get ourselves to do things when there's not like an imminent like threat at hand and the threat that I needed was finals about to slap me in the face so if you also have ADHD and that happened to you it's common is my understanding Um, so it can be hard to get yourself to prepare ahead of time. So you're just like, it's going to be down to crunch time. I like every semester, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Every time it ends up me like crunching down to the like final days to learn the material and I learn it. So it's like, I haven't learned my lesson because it works out for me every time. Um, and is that super stressful? Yeah. But it's like without the stressfulness, like, I don't have anything driving me to get things done, Um, which is like kind of the difference between law school and undergrad and high school for me when I think about it is that we had like more frequent deadlines in um, high school and undergrad. So like we would have to get things in, whereas in law school, it's just like a lot of reading. So up until that final, there's no deadlines to keep you on track. And without a deadline, like approaching very soon I kind of don't have that drive to do things so um which like I'm not recommending you do that like if you can get yourself to do things ahead of time like please do but I'm just telling you this is what happened to me this semester again so finals week the two weeks of finals ended I was dead I was burnt out I had like no steam left in me so you know I it was Mother's Day that weekend so I picked my stuff up but I went home to New Hampshire and usually then that next week I like take that whole week after finals and I just do nothing. I just sit and I watch Netflix for days. Um, After my finals ended last semester, so like winter, um, fall semester, um, I got home to New Hampshire. I did my take home final for immigration, turned that in. And then I spent 
the entire next day or me no I think it was after I finished my final that day it was like noon or something I spent that entire day watching um the Wednesday series so that's that's like what I do after finals I veg out I do nothing I'm like my brain needs to go bleh and just do nothing do no thinking nothing that takes like any real brain power and effort because my brain just needs to like sit it's like my brain needs to sleep um maybe it's because my brain doesn't sleep well when it is sleeping because I have the craziest dreams that thing is not resting it's like creating nonsense but um anyway so I but so I started to do that this semester the week after so I had Mother's Day so that was like kind of a busy weekend I surprised my mom so I like traveled home Saturday night surprised my mom and before that like I was cleaning up my room and packing so I didn't really get to relax much here before I went home and I had to finish up my clinical stuff on the Thursday so I just had the Friday to relax but it was kind of packing day for me but so then Monday I'm like, this is my day to rest. This is like, it's my week to rest. This is my week of rest. I was like, um, my supervisor, my clinical professor isn't going to ask me to like do this hearing prep stuff until like next week because our hearing isn't until June 1st. And then I get an email from her at like 11, 10 a.m. or something on that Monday being like, hi, to um, me and my clinic partner and then to my friends their team too because they also had a hearing coming up being like can you all get your stuff to me by Wednesday and I was like (laughs) so there went my week of rest that I always do um and my clinic partner like on top of that my clinic partner was like pretty busy that week she was starting bar prep and starting her job and going to like her friend's graduation so she wasn't gonna have time so we got like an extension until that Friday and we got our things down um in on Friday but like so I still I tried to rest the Monday and Tuesday anyway since we got an extension but because I had something that I had to do like I couldn't not think about it so that's like a thing that's like a big thing with ADHD you have time like not you have trouble not shutting your brain off from the things that you need to do so you have trouble like I have a lot of trouble resting because if I have something that needs to be done I'm going to be thinking about it until I do it like if it's something that needs to be done anywhere in the nearish future so next couple weeks so um I have trouble resting if I haven't done the things that I need to do because I'm just going to be thinking about how I should be doing them. So even when I was taking time to rest that week, like I felt like I wasn't resting because I was thinking about what I needed to do. So I didn't get the full brain rest that I needed. Um, So fast forward, I like we got that stuff and we had our meeting and then we still had to edit and it like still wasn't perfect. So we still had to like um, pare things down a bunch. So I didn't feel like I really was free until I did my hearing last Thursday. So that was like a relief and like I needed to find a job. But so I got those applications in right away. So I could like I spent the weekend resting. I was like, yeah, I need a job, but like I need to rest. (laughs) Um, So I'm so excited now that I finally have a job lined up. And that they asked me to start next Tuesday. If they had asked me if I could start this week, I was going to say yes because I need the money. But when she said start next Tuesday, um, she was like, love you start Tuesday because um, I have a hearing the next couple, I have trial next couple days and then um, no one's in the office on Monday. I was like, oh, thank God. Because like if she had asked me to start this week, I would have done it because like I felt like I should. Um, And most of my other friends have already started and everything. But when she said Tuesday, I was like, thank fucking God she said that because like I need, I need the the rest of this week to breathe and like 
oh, I'm realizing that I got offered the job on Tuesday. So I had a full week like before I start. So that's like fantastic. Um, so today was like my first day of like rest knowing I have a job lined up and I don't need to look for that anymore. I can like check that off my list. Like I found a job. Um, so today was like my first day of rest. So like I had the brain power to do this and my plans got canceled with my friend because of the smoke. So, um, yeah, but so where was I going with that? What are we talking about? (laughs) Um, oh, but so knowing when you need breaks. So as I was explaining, yes, I gave myself some breaks and I took some time to relax. I have, I'm doing air quotes. You can't see them during that week after finals, but I didn't really feel like I was relaxing. Um, and I know I need like a week of rest. So it just worked out that like they're having me start next Tuesday. So I get my week of rest now, um, which is fantastic. And then like Monday, I can do anything that I like need to do. But this week I can just kind of casually do things I need to do. I think I might do like, might like, you know, casually look at some apartments in Rome, look at some Airbnbs, see if I can find something I like, do some stuff for that. But that's like for something fun. So even though that's like, like something that I have to do, like I have to find an apartment, I have to do my visa application. It's like, because it's for something fun I want to do. So it's not as bad Um, and not as time consuming not as mentally consuming either where like when I'm not doing that I don't need to be thinking about it because it's not something that like takes thought whereas like with the hearing I was like oh I should change this or that like I can kind of be thinking about the hearing whereas this I'm just like we have to find an apartment um but yeah so um so knowing when you need a break so like I said I knew I was burnt out after finals and I gave myself the week break So knowing when you've hit your burnout, if you're like, I have no energy left in me, I don't feel like I can do anything and like having to do something feels like draining, like you may have hit burnout, especially if you just finished finals or the semester, give yourself room to breathe. Don't feel like you need to jump into something right away. I think a lot of people feel like they should start like working right away if they can. So I'm like glad that I didn't have an internship lined up that was going to start right after finals because like I need that room to breathe and like I had to do my hearing so I'm glad even that like it worked out this way where I didn't find my job until later so like it was stressful not having one but I'm kind of glad it happened this way because now I get my week of rest now because now I'm done with my hearing and stuff so I don't need to be working on that during my like week before I start um so like if you're except like this won't necessarily work for this summer unless you're going to be starting something a little late like I am but um if you're like accepting a job don't feel like you need to tell them that you can start right after you finish finals like if they're asking you what you want your start date to be I advise giving yourself like a week off before you start unless you really need the money I understand that um but at least giving yourself a couple days after finals but um if you can give yourself a week or two like I recommend it last year I think I started right around the end of May so I had like a week and a half before I started then too when I was working in the clinic last summer um and it can just be good to give yourself a break or let's say you can't give yourself a is my sock on inside out hang on no it just looks weird um sorry (laughs) um but let's say you didn't have time to give yourself a break before maybe your semester ends late so you have to start because that's just the start date of your internship or whatever um you don't want to go from school to work to school with no breaks in there so like if you have like if you're allowed to take a vacation in the middle maybe um or if your semester lines up where you could take like a week or two off before starting the new semester that would be good too 
um, you just really, like, I would really advise from somebody that's been burnt out more than once, I would advise giving yourself, like, a one to two week break before or after starting work um, and work versus the semester, like, between if you can give yourself time before and after, that's great. That's what I did last year. I think I had a week, um, I had a couple, week and a half, two weeks before, and then I had like a weekish after before I started the new semester in the fall. And that's ideal because it gives yourself kind of that cushion room to like work through that transition too. So you're not like, okay, I've been doing this and I've got to dive right into this. So your brain gets a little break to kind of like prepare for that transition of starting something new. And again, I'm not a mental health expert. I'm just speaking from experience. So that's like definitely something I would advise. And don't feel like if your friends are jumping in right away, if they're like, yeah, I'm going to make my start date like the Monday after finals. Like, don't feel like you have to do that if you think you need a break. It's like how I took a year off before law school because I knew I was going to need a brain break because like I'd been in school since I was like five years old. Is that when you start kindergarten? So from five to 22 I'd been in school nonstop, except for like summer vacation so um I took that year off because I needed it some of my friends didn't take time off some of my friends took a couple years off some because they needed money like I wanted to have a break but also so I could make some money before I started but like even if I didn't need the money like I would have wanted a brain break um so I would just like if other people are jumping right from thing to thing and they can handle it or you think they can handle it you don't really know what's going going on in their head and you don't know why they're doing it maybe they really need the money and they don't have time to take a break um but I think even if you really need the money you should make the room to give yourself at least like a day or two break before starting but I understand there are like special circumstances where maybe you really need that money right away and you can't do that and I get that. But if you have the ability to give yourself at least a couple days a week, if you really can, before starting an internship or after the internship before starting the school year, I'd really recommend that. Um, it's helped me. I feel like I'm more prepared now to start a job. Whereas if I'd had a job lined up like a week or two after finals and I was still working on the hearing, so I hadn't really gotten to take a break yet, I would have felt, I think I would have felt more burned out going into my job and not felt really prepared and energized and excited for it I also think having a break makes you excited to start something because you're like yeah I've had a week of like downtime to do whatever I wanted but like I kind of want to get into a routine and like be like going out every day like going to work every day and doing this and having something that I need to um having like others that rely on me to do things every day um it makes it a little more exciting to be like okay, I've been doing nothing and now like I have something I need to do. Not that you're necessarily doing nothing on your break though. That can be nice. I do like doing nothing sometimes. But yeah, so those are my thoughts on that. So just like breaks are so important in terms of like, we. T I talk about breaks all the time on here. We talk about breaks when we talk about studying. We talk like for finals. We talk about breaks when we talk about um, like studying for the bar, studying for the MPRE, studying for the LSAT. We talk about breaks in terms of like giving yourself like maybe a day off a week from studying during the semester. Like give yourself like Friday or Sunday or Saturday, whatever day you can to like really take one day a week that you're not doing that works. You have a day that's like all to yourself. But taking like bigger breaks is important too. You can't take those as frequently, but like 
when you like finish something big, like finishing a semester or finishing up an internship, like it's, if you can, it's good to take those big breaks in between and give yourself the room to kind of breathe and reset and really kind of like refocus yourself and just like kind of get back in your, like your vibe and your zen. And the other thing I want to say, I'm getting really big into manifesting again. I do think I manifested this job over the weekend. I went shopping and my dad was like, why'd you go shopping? You don't have money. I was like, I'm going to get a job this week. And he was like, okay. And I was like, no, I am. I'm going to get a job this week. Then Monday, like right after I woke up, I got the email about the job interview and then I could feel that it went really well. And I was like, this is going to be good. And they said, we'll talk and then we'll let you know. And I was like, I really hope they let me know a couple hours. I was like, I feel like they're going to let me know today. And then they did. And then when I got the email about, can we follow up with you? I was like, this is going to be good news. Like, this is going to be good. I'm going to have gotten the job. So that's the other big mental health thing I want to talk about. Manifesting is like really good for your mental health because you're thinking about the positive. I love manifesting. It's just like, if you not that every single thing that you're like oh I'm gonna like find I don't know like I'm gonna win a million dollars like that's that's not it um maybe you could get lucky um but I'm talking more about like being like oh like this job interview is gonna go so well which is what I said I was like I feel like this is gonna go well like I looked at this firm it looks really cool um it is matrimonial law which isn't necessarily wanted to necessarily what I wanted to do but um I was like this is it's gonna be a good interview I bet these people are gonna be good like it's gonna be a good time um and we're gonna have a good conversation and I'm gonna like at the very least I'll like make I'll have this nice conversation I'll be good interview practice I'll make good connections but like I think it's gonna go well like I'm really good at interviewing it's gonna go really well and it's gonna work out And then like it did and then it ended up being a better fit than I thought it was going to be when I just like knew it was matrimonial law and looking at their website, like talking to them more. I was like, this sounds like a really good fit for me. Um, And then they offered me more money than the posting said, which was the other thing I was concerned about was like the other jobs I applied for were offering more, but they weren't necessarily more so what I wanted to do. Um, But then they did offer me more money anyway. So I was like, I knew this thing go well. So like manifesting is getting you to think in the positive. Because if you're thinking negatively, you're not going to get the things that you want. And that like, if I'm rocking around being like, oh, this job interview is going to go so bad, then I'm going in with a bad mindset and it's probably going to like show, it's going to like radiate off of me. I'm really big on people's energy. Like I, if I like someone's energy, I'm like, I like, I want to be friends with this person. I like your energy, like you're a good vibe. Um, And like, if you're going in with a bad mindset, you're going to be giving off a bad energy and you're going to have a bad vibe. So it's probably not going to go well. So manifesting is like putting you in that good mindset and you're putting out the good energy so you get good energy back. Like these people are like, we can feel her energy. She felt good. Like she felt like she really wants to do this work. It really feels like it would be a good fit from the conversation we had. And that partially has to do with the energy that I'm giving off in this conversation because I like I'm really interested and I really do want to learn more about the firm. And I'm like, that really does sound like something I would like. Um, So instead of like thinking negatively, thinking positively, is going to bring like positive things into your life. Um, So I just, you should all manifest more. I did an episode about manifesting a little over a year ago now with Caroline Stelty. That's one of my favorite episodes I've done because I just love talking about manifesting and Caroline like loves manifesting. So it was like so nice to talk to somebody that like loves manifesting and really like is kind of an expert on it. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. 
So if you're like, if you're kind of stuck in like a negative mindset spiral um, right now, like I would actually recommend going back and listening to that episode that I did with Caroline. I think I called it Manifesting 101 or something um, because it really like she really talks about how to get in a good mindset and how that can like really turn your life around. And I do feel like being in a good mindset is like such a thing. There was like a time like a year ago when my sister just kept having negative thing after negative thing happen. I was like, Shan, you're just manifesting it because you're just like bad things keep happening to me. But no, you have to think about like, you have to find the good things that are happening. Otherwise you're going to feel like it is just bad thing after bad thing happening. So it's like your life gets better when you are focusing on the better. And when you put out good energy, you're gonna get good energy back from people. So it's not magic, but it is like magic in that like good energy makes more good energy. I don't know. Listen to the manifesting episode. I honestly might listen to it again myself. I was listening to the manifesting episodes that Caroline and Joe did on Middle Ground. That's their podcast. Um, Last Monday, actually, I think before my interview, I was listening to one of them because I was like, I want to get in. Oh, on Monday I was listening. Yeah. And then Tuesday before my interview, was I listening? No, I was listening to another one that they had. Oh, which was about positive. It's their newest episode with Shaughnessy someone, I Schroeder or something. Um, but I was listening to their manifesting episodes this past week because I was like, I need to like start manifesting good things for me. And I got my job after that. So I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, so I feel like that's all I have on mental health today. But so that's kind of my little mental health month delayed segment since I was burnt out and recovering during mental health month. Okay, so it's been like a hot minute um, since I've given you guys a how to be a better person tip. So let's do the how to be a better person segment. So my tip for you for this week is to be nice to someone that um needs to oh shit where was I going with that hang on I've got a thinking on let me pause for a second I forget what I'm saying oh I've got it check in with a friend um just like a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while maybe or a friend that you have spoken to but you haven't really been like how you doing you know check in with them see how they're doing um, maybe make, if you haven't seen them in a while, make plans to like meet up and grab coffee or to like meet up and get drinks or get food or something. Um, just like, you know, meet up with a friend. It can be good. It can be good for you. It can be good for them. Um, especially if you're like in law school and you're like on break right now. So you haven't been, been seeing your friends from law school much. Reach out to one of them, see how they're doing, see how their, um, internship for the summer is going see if they started yet see what they've been up to see how they've been since finals happened see how they feel about their grades don't ask them their grades that's weird but you could be like do you feel good about how the semester went good I'm glad you do or if not like you did your best you know um so that's how to be a better person and then I do have a mm, I do have a New York City recommendation for you today it's actually one that my mom sent me but then I went there yesterday and it was delicious it's called best best Sicily best of Sicily Best Sicily Bodega. It's on TikTok. It's on Instagram. If you look up Best Sicily on Maps, it'll come up. It's actually around the corner from where it says it is. So if you walk down the street that it's on, you have to go around the corner. It's like a triangle street. 
Um, but you'll find it. It's like really close by. But it was oh, delicious. My mom sent me a TikTok of them and I was like a Sicilian bodega. So I had to go. Um, and I got there like they have arancini. So which is risotto balls. For those of you that don't know what arancini is, arancini is the Italian word for it, but it's a risotto ball. It's arancini. Um, they had a, they do prosciutto and mozzarella, and then they have, oh, what's the other one? Um, I forget the other meat one. And then they have, um, they had mushroom and, not Swiss, what's sort of looking for? Mushroom and spinach. So I got a mushroom and spinach one because I don't really eat ham and stuff because that still kind of like icks me. Um, so I did though, I did get one of those and it was delicious. They warmed it up for me and I got one of their cannolis. Literally, I'm not even kidding. Best cannoli I've ever had. My mom was like, what does that mean? Like, was it the filling? Was it the texture? And I was like, the flavor of the filling was perfect. And the shell, magnificent. It was like the perfect amount of crunch. It was crunchy without being crispy and falling apart, which can happen sometimes if the shell is like too crunchy. But this one was thick enough that it didn't like crisp and crumble. It's literally oh, so perfect. I want more, but like we're not supposed to go outside today because of the smoke. Otherwise, I think I would have gone back down there. So I mean, I have to go back soon. Maybe I'll bring my friends. But um, so good. And then I got there. They have olive oil cake that's baked fresh every day. Also, the cannolis, they feel fresh when you get them. So they're not getting like soggy in the fridge, which is a problem at some bakeries that they're sitting in the fridge, like with the filling in it. So they get soggy. But this was a fresh cannoli um, filled fresh for me, which is the way it should be. Mm, it was so freaking good. So best Sicily cannoli. So good. And I got the strawberry olive oil cake. Delicious. The olive oil is like so subtle, but so strong at the same time. Like it's not like you're like, oh, olive oil. It's like I'm eating pasta. No, it was like a good flavor. And with the strawberry, it was good. They had also an olive oil. They had a pistachio olive oil cake. And they're like the size of like cupcakes. Um, so they're like individual cakes and then they had an orange one. So I think next time I try the orange, but the strawberry was really good. It was like fresh strawberries in it. Um, but it was delicious. So that's my New York City recommendation. Um, so go to Best Sicily. It's by Visit Sicily. I think the TikTok is called Visit Sicily, but they opened a bodega called Best Sicily. So, 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 so good. Um, I highly recommend it's like authentic Sicilian food and it's like a little market too so they have like food I'm like waving my hands like you can see like I'm waving at a wall they have um like pasta from Sicily they have cheese they have um like jarred sauce they have like all different things and then they have these things that they make fresh every day and I learned from the TikToks that my mom sent me that arancini is street food so all these restaurants in America have Americanized it first off and they've made them tiny and they don't follow the rules of what it's supposed to be. So I learned that if it's a round arancini, it has a certain thing in it. The long oval ones, I think was the prosciutto and mozzarella. And then the one that looks kind of like a cone, which is what I got, could be vegetarian or could have some other filling in it, but it's the one that changes. And there, it's like big. It like it was like I was holding a, a large arancini in my hand. Like it was it was like a meal. I came home and I made a salad after that. I was like the house filling, but I need some veggies in my belly. But so I learned it's a it's a street food. It's not like meant to be cut up and eaten with a fork. Like all these fancy restaurants are doing it. Um, so it's really interesting. And usually when you get arancini at a restaurant, it's like it doesn't have anything else in it. It's just like the cheese 
and the risotto rice but this the i think it's arborio rice is what it's called but these oh so good highly recommend Mm-mm-mm. and it was like yummy i was like oh this shit was like deep fried or something it was so good oh okay that's my recommendation that's the episode i hope you all have a fantastic week and we will be back next week with another new episode i'm gonna start reaching out to guests for the coming months and because i'm going to rome in the fall i'm gonna like pre-record episodes before i go so we still have episodes going through the fall um when i'm abroad because i'll just be gone um i'll be gone end of september because it starts october 1st and it ends before christmas so october november december so i'll be gone about three months so i'm gonna pre-record episodes so we have at least three out a month while i'm gone um except during finals i'll probably take a break I hear music in the alley next to me. Well, perfect timing because I am about to turn this off, but so I'll have things pre-recorded. But so let me know if you have any guests that you want on since I'll be kind of working on all those episodes this summer. But honestly, maybe I will record some in Italy too. Maybe it'd be fun. I'll bring my mic with me. Could record with like new Italian friends. I don't know. Okay. All right, guys. Have a great week. Love you. Bye.